My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so alone. I forgot. Good morning, Patriots. And it is Sunday, December 17th in the year 2023. And we're winding down to Christmas pretty fast here. Amazing how quickly this month has gone. I mean, like high speed quickly. It's really pretty incredible. Like everything else, it just seems like overall, I always think that our time is always moving faster these days. Not slower, but faster. Always seems that way. Before we get going, let's just acknowledge a couple of our great sponsors for this show, and uh, one of which obviously is one that's been around here a long time and has, does great services for patriots, but it creates those special products that let you get a good night's sleep even when you don't have time, and that's my pillow. 
MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Great company, great. Everything they do, great. Just great, great, great. And my favorite these days, among many other things, but my top of the list is their MyPillow 2.0. It's a great product, and it's on sale right now. You can check that out. I also love their comforters. You get a MyPillow 2.0, Giza cotton sheets, and a comforter from MyPillow. You're in the money. And it just, and that's exactly what I slept on last night. So it doesn't take hours of sleep. It takes great products to sleep. That's what MyPillow brings. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Check out what's on the website. There's all sorts of great things going on over there. And um, great savings. You won't be disappointed. And everything you need for great Christmas gifts. So I always say that. I, I, always, I always laugh when I say this. Because I, always, I know that the reaction, because I've already heard it too many times, what happens when you get a MyPillow to somebody that is still not woke. But it sure would make a great Christmas moment, wouldn't it? It's like one of those Hallmark moments when they open the package and they look down and they realize that a Mike Lindell product has been put in their hands. <laughs> we call that Christmas memories right there. Anyway, Patriots, have a, check it out. Take some time, cruise on that site, get some great products, great gifts, great things to have. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. I'm sitting here this morning with, I, and let me just be clear what I'm about ready to say. I really was going to cut back on, and still am, I'm cutting back way on my coffee. Not that I don't want to drink coffee, but there's certain points when there's an excess point you hit. And even for me, so I was cutting back a bit to the point that I kind of went full extreme. This is kind of me, like, oh, I'm going to cut back. I'm not just going to cut back. Like, all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm not going to do coffee for a month. That's... That doesn't work in my life, trust me. So my response this morning is six shots, not two. And a little bit of steamed whipping cream, which completely makes it compliant with carnivore diet. I had a, this is holiday, so I'm not perfect on carnivore diet. I don't even try to be. So I was at my mom's the other day, mom and dad's. So we had a nice lunch. And what she do at the end of the lunch? What every good mom does in this holiday season, because she's got two favorite cookies that she makes every year. One are the almond crescents, which are just a, it's like a butter, butter confectioner sugar and crushed almond cookie dusted with confectioner sugar in a big container. I'm not talking small, big. And that means lots of them, not just a big container, lots of cookies in that big container. And then she's got these other German, I guess they're German, they're just, they're a butter cookie. They're not a, they're less, less of a sugar cookie, more of a butter cookie. And of course, she brings them all out and does what? Pours me a big cup of fresh brewed coffee. Let's just say that we choose between things in our life. And our choices are, do we go with the carnivore way of life that I've been, it's really not a diet, by the way. It is It is a, just a way of living in, in pursuit. So you go, shall I choose carnivore or shall I choose the gift of cookies before me? Gift of cookies one. Let's just be clear. Gift of cookies one. 
and I am I'm not even gonna try to make excuses for it. Tis the season. That's what we say. Tis the season. And I'm happy about that. So there you go. That's the <laughs> I laugh at myself sometimes. It's like you have all this willpower in the world. And I do have I can be I you know, like did a I did a water fast for forty seven days, no problem. And we're you know, living a carnivore lifestyle, no problem. And then mom comes. And there's no way. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. There is absolutely no way you're going to withstand the impact. Not going to happen. The impact of mom and fresh baked cookies in a Christmas time is not going to be one you can overcome. So there you go. It is that. Yes. And of course, then last night with the children here, the Kentrell children, who I love dearly, we went to a parade last night. It was really awesome. And what was really great is small towns. This is, the small town here is, I don't know, like 5,000 people most, something like that. And they have a, this is the 33rd annual light parade that they do on pre it's for Christmas holiday. And it's late because it's, it starts, the assembly tell people to get there, like, you know, get there on 4.30 or 5 to get a place, which was kind of excessive. They started, they ended up starting a little bit late this year. So when you're bringing the children in, and I'm helping Christine right now with them. Paul had to go to Portland for a few days to do some work. So Uncle Scott's helping Christine with the Cantrell, little Cantrell Christian army that they have there. And it works really well in, when things are on time and when you start to have children have to wait for a parade that starts to go like an hour late start on that. Things can get a little dicey, as you can imagine. And um, so we had this, but it did come, and it was a really great parade. And I have to give the town, I, I love small towns when they come out like this because everybody gets into it. So you have logging trucks with log loads that are all, and the whole thing is lit up with electric lights. And you've got the fire department, the police department, and the police department's got their kids sitting in the front seat of the police cars. This is like what America should be. And unfortunately, you know, we, as we know so well, we've drifted so far from that, but not here, not in these small towns. This is a small town where they, this is why I love small towns. This is why America will survive at the end. It's why they hate small towns. It's why we will survive. It's why America will survive because they can't destroy the small town. They never will. That's why we have to fight for it. But so it's just a wonderful experience. And just watching the kids so excited when they come by and, you know, the whole, the downtown streets are all blocked off. So the, they're driving slow and they're tossing candy out and it's safe for the kids to go out and actually pick the candy up off the street and not have some maniac ride down the street. And these are just good things. It's just a good community event. So we had that last night. Before that, we were getting ready to go. And Adonaya, the oldest girl, says, what's carnivore? So I'm trying to explain to her what carnivore diet is. And I say, you just only eat, eat meat and animal products. She goes, well, you don't do that. I said, well, generally I do. She said, no, I have seen you eat a cookie, and I have seen you taste some other things. <laughs> You do not get by with anything with children, I'm telling you. 
It's like you are either a hundred percent, or you are now, you are now in the, the 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 pile of sinners. And I must, I must happily admit that I fell into the pile of sinners in the season. Tis the season. Um, it, it, it's you know you think about life like that. It's pretty interesting too when you think about us and we talk about, we talk about you know walking with Jesus and talking about our faith. And there is an example. I mean, this is a it's outside of our faith, but here I, it's a lifestyle of eating meat. They don't miss a trick. We we tend to like really give ourselves a lot of latitude. You're like, oh, okay, so I choose to have some cookies and. And then you explain that to a child and they're looking at you. It's like, well, why are you telling me this? Because I have seen you violate this, this, this. And it gives you a deep reflection, honestly, about, wow, you know, for me, it's not a big deal. And yet for a child, it's very clear. You are not telling the truth. And if we're not telling the truth, then imagine how God sees us when we're out here in the world trying to tell ourselves, well, I did a pretty good job, but God's like, yeah, there's no pretty good here in heaven. So I just thought, leave that because that's kind of an interesting perspective for me. When you work with children, when you work with the clan of the Cantrells especially, uh, it really is something. But anyway, something else I'll tell you. All right, one last note to our sponsor, and then we're going to get going here on these prayers as I sip on my coffee, which is good. Want to make this? Always enjoy these on Sundays because we, you know, we want to roll into these and be really ready to do some great prayer work. Um, psychopaths and the world we are in today go hand in hand. The Pentagon actually is now looking at building a EMP to defeat drone swarms, which is always encouraging considering the Pentagon's already waged war against our own military. And it's gearing up to wage war against the American public by virtue of changing the entire nature of our military with people that don't even understand the Constitution and can't speak English. This is our government we're in these days. So EMPs, what does that mean? EMP means that they want to try to detonate something that will wipe out all of our power grid and remove the ability for our electronics to function. Not positive in the end of the day. So that's why we have EMPshield.com. Head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Super important. Great place to check these devices out. They have an amazing resource library, both in the certification and on the installation. What do they do? They prevent, they protect you from an EMP level one, two, or three. They also prevent you against lightning strikes and solar flares. All good things. And what that does is prevents you from having an oversurge of power in your system. It'll end up frying your electronics, which would leave you incapable in certain key areas, including electronics on your ATVs, your, your RVs, your vehicles, your ham radio station, base stations, solar systems, standalone generators, a lot of, and the whole household. So EMPShield.com. Really what I consider to be one of the best insurance products we have right now in legitimate what we call insurance, how to prepare for something and ensure that you aren't going to get slaughtered. And why that is important is if something like that goes down, you're not going to get replacement parts anytime soon. This would be clear. So do take the protection. It's worth having. It's worth, it's an investment worth having. Great time of year to get one. 
or get a certificate, get a gift certificate for somebody to buy one, something like that. Great, great time to get one. It's a great, good product. And so anyway, empshield.com. You'd use your par- promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you get $50 off and free shipping. It's a great deal. So empshield.com, promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and free shipping, $50 off, great place. Okay. All right, I just want to kind of classify, talk real quickly about prayer stuff, and it's been real powerful. I've been doing a lot of work more and more in um, walking in what I'm going to call second heaven. This is this a different perspective, similar, it's not, this is what I say, looking at the world in terms of this middle ground between heaven and earth. And there's a lot in there, and when we do this, and there's really, as in my prayer, and, and, and I've done around healing, this really seems to be the place where we get, we start to find the, the root of miracle healings. What is that place? It's the, it's the principalities, it's the realms really beyond our reach where we can pray into and be there. And we can begin to see a lot of the things that are affecting people. I am, God does not make us in a world imperfect or sick. We're in a fallen world, and so much around us is impacted by the demonic and the spiritual realm. Probably not just so much, but almost everything. We are working from the, the spiritual realms that reflect into the dirt world, and we're in the dirt world. And that world that we're in, we tend to look at this as primary rather than secondary or consequential. And it's my belief that, I think it's, well, I shouldn't say my belief, it's biblically grounded, that as we pray into healing and we get into those other places where we're not focusing on the flesh, but focusing on the spirit, however you want to qualify that, the impact that we can make is tremendous in healing. And I have no doubt that as we go deeper into these places, we can affect things in greater ways than we've ever imagined. I don't can't say that I can prove what I'm going to say, but it's what really keeps coming up in prayer when we talk about Gideon's army. And when Gideon blew the 300 horns and broke the pots of light. And we know that the enemy goes into chaos. And this was just something the Holy Spirit put on my heart. And I and again, I can't give you sightings to say this is exactly what happened, but I think we can look at a consequence and probably draw a conclusion. There was probably something here, what I'm going to say. Blowing those horns is a frequency weapon that was able to disrupt the demonic. And in the breaking of the pots of light, release the light into the world. And in so doing, those actions in the physical because they were so, they were operating first and foremost in the spiritual. The actions in the physical went into the spiritual and disrupted so much of the demonic, and that leads an army to go to chaos and turn on itself. Now, imagine if we have that ability to do that, and we do. This is why I'm saying it's not if we have the ability to do that in claiming dominion over our enemy and being able to pray into that space to disrupt them into the spiritual realm break their controls, sever the chains that bind, and literally leave them in chaos, what would that do in the physical world? It would leave, it would learn, turn the enemy on itself. It'd be quite a moment. And that's something I definitely, I'm personally, and I hope you'll join me, I'm going to continue to pray for that we can affect because there's so much of what we're dealing with in this day of darkness that we would be able to literally pray in and get people freed. This is where we start to get into things like 
mass deliverance, but we're not quite there yet, but I think it can be done. I shouldn't even say I think. I know it can be. These are, the, these are the, some of the greater gifts, mass healings, mass deliverance, right? The apostolic, the prophetic. So let's do an opening prayer and we'll dig in. Well, Father, we just come to you humbled and praying today that as we enter into this Sunday worship and prayer, that we just ask that you'll, our prayers as we pray into them will take us to a new level. Well, we're, we're looking here, Father, at a, at a greater step here in our prayers to go deeper, to go farther, to go higher, all through Holy Spirit, and to lift people up in a season now of life where we, we begin by praying life into this whole assembly this morning. We pray life we, into everyone's heart. We pray life into our prayers. We pray life into this place that we're at in prayer, that we start lifting up and everything we do, every breath that we take is a lifting up to raise people up into the greater power of life. We pray for the miracle healings that go with life. With hands raised, we say, Father, hear us, hear our prayers. And we pray into this moment now, Father, that life will carry with each word and breath that we speak, each word and breath that we pray, each step that we take, each step that reclaims a space for kingdom. Again, it is about life. It's about restoring this world to the control of kingdom, bringing the power of kingdom into this world by expelling the death cult, the spirit of death, and bringing with it the mightiness of the power of life, life which will ov always win. It also means a change of heart, Father. And may that heart change be across a nation and across a world. And so as we pray for the greater works here, Father, in, in this movement to lift people's hearts, it isn't just the United States. It's, it's as if we pray wherever we are and wherever our prayers are, it's a ripple across the world, the entire globe. Our prayers now, Father, are set to touch every heart in this, in this world. And every prayer this morning that we speak, whether it's for one or for the many, will become a prayer for the many to lift them up and to heal something within them. So let our prayers also be guided by the idea that there will be a word or maybe a phrase, or maybe just a, a something that comes from the prayer itself that will wakes, awaken and heal something in somebody's heart, maybe completely unrelated, but may the prayers that we have this morning lift up the greater, the greater body of Christ. And may our words as they have power of life and death be words that are supercharged this morning with the power of life to restore to heal, to rescue, to rescue, to heal, to restore, to lift them up mightily within heaven. And may this world feel that ripple effect in all its glory. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's start with a praise report. This is praise report. It's, cause it's an update. Two-month-old baby Cashton We've been following this story on and off. Came home from the hospital last night. This was as of, well, they were put together, the praise report was put together in for today. So two-month-old baby Cashton came home from the hospital last night. Praise Jesus. Please thank Scott and everyone that prayed for him. Such a huge relief, Linz. Well, Father God, I just want to thank you for this, again, this recognition of the power of prayer truly the miracles of heaven to be able to work here on the in the world of 
of the flesh. And we raise up baby Ashton, and we just continue to pray over that baby Ashton, to raise that baby Ashton up, to heal, to restore, and to make this young child just strong within kingdom. May the knowledge deep within this child be set, written on his heart, written on Cash on, on Cashton's heart, that the healing that he went through came through the power of the of the blood of Christ and the mightiness of the prayers to heaven. And may that knowledge sit with this child for the rest of its life. To inspire a child, even though it may be a time where these sorts of things are not openly known, but may the knowledge be set within the depth of the soul and the spirit and written and onto the heart that you are great and healed because God gave you grace because the blood of Christ surrounded you. The mightiness of the Holy Spirit flew, flowed through you and the prayers of this earth of those who believe lifted you up. And that is the root and the core where this child will begin its quest. And this, we pray an anointing on this child an anointing on this child, a child will be one as a healer as, as this child grows. To heal others with the same power and to lead others to healing with the greatness of what this is. And so we pray for an anointing upon this child of healing to be a healer and to raise up others as this child grows, to be a symbol to, of others to look at and say, there it is, this person is here because, and to have that knowledge deep within to inspire greatness to a new level. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So if I didn't mention it, but I should. Um, it's his season. It's just a, you know, the season of life. So let's, for all that you're doing these days, I don't know where you are emotionally with your family or financially with things. I know these things can get tough on a lot of levels this year. Whatever you do, keep your eyes on life. Okay. And, as difficult as a statement can be for some, because I bump into this every year, you're not alone. And I mean that in so many ways. You're not alone. There's been a lot of loss, and I don't know where you sit. And so, Father, I just want to raise up Bars Nation this morning. And raising up Bars Nation in a mighty way, just a prayer of life, and to take away any of the burdens of the heart. That everything that we do be a, be a statement of life. No matter if, if we're having financial challenges or if we're dealing with family splits and divides or even losses of family members, which can be heavy, all of the above. Maybe it's a challenge in a job. Maybe it's a friend circle that's falling apart or not working right. And so, Father, we just pray that as people step in here, just to realize that on many levels, they're not alone. If you're in Bards Nation, Resistance Nation, or any other group that's come here to be with us, you're a part of a family. And there's prayers, and there's people. And just as a reminder as well, there is a community site on Bars Nation, community.barsnation. Check it out. Become part of it. This is a place where we built to build relationships, to build bridges, to build connectivity with one another. So, Father, we just lift up everyone in this moment in their hearts and to pray into them life, pray into them restoration in their hearts, these wounds, restoration in their life of things that have gone perhaps not as well as they want. And with this, to breathe that life in such a way to know that you are with each of us. And Jesus, you are with each of us. And to walk with us, to lean into us as we can lean into you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have a praise report in July 
my son's knee, ACL, MCL, were torn. He additionally had a fracture. The institution declared that he would require surgery, no questions asked, that they really would not know the extent of fix until they got in there. That concern was about longer-term healing as, as he ages. Barge Nation lifted him up in prayer, and I was compelled to deliver a healing prayer myself, one-on-one -on -one with him. He was accepting and believed. Today, I can say with continued prayer and his physical participation in the healing process, he is completely healed. Amen. He has done physical therapy and the support, and they, the support he has, has full range of motion, no pain, and has shared his story now with, has shared his his, excuse me, and. He has shared he is stronger than before. A glory to God, all glory to God. Thank you for keeping him in prayer well with my soul. Well, I just want to make a comment. This is so important. This is a son. And so a parent prayed over the child, over their child, a healing prayer. This is the greater power of healing. It's like Jim and Candy. And if you know that story, I mean, Jim prayed over his wife. He, he spoke life over his wife and pulled the family in to speak life. Powerful. Very powerful. So that it, that makes the prayers that we do become even greater. So well with my soul, what an amazing testimony. Father God, we're just going to raise up well with my soul, the family, and the son who has was recovered now from an injury. And just, Father, just ask that this moment here that is so powerful as a reminder of a, of a young man who has embraced healing and is now healed. Let this again be something that's written onto his heart, something that lifts him up in a mighty way to step into this world. So, Father, we just pray an anointing over this, this young man, an anointing of somebody who is he's, he's an, he's going to reach into the world. He's going to lead others. Somebody who's going to be able to understand the power of the physical overcoming the impossible. An anointing of, of healing and of restoration. And let this young man be one who can speak into his own community, his own generation. People can see his story. Lift him up so that his words that he speaks now can remind others and tell others and speak to their heart of others that we must turn to you. He becomes the power of an evangelic voice that can lift up a, a generation. One who has written, experienced and lived the power of the true healing God. And let those words and those experiences come through him as this is put onto his heart, the true experience and root of where this came from, that he can speak life into the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Says it may sound. This is another one. Praise report. It may sound passe, but I am so thankful for the opportunity to be forgiven, without which there would be no hope. Looking up. Well, looking up, part of walking with Jesus, is to be forgiven. And it is a beautiful statement to embrace that fully. For whatever is, has been heavy on you and heavy in your life, for Jesus does forgive all. And as we accept that forgiveness and we put ourselves before the throne, those burdens are lifted. So, Father, we just raise up looking up. Whatever those things were that they have been forgiven, let this be truly a continued raising up in life. We speak life into looking up. 
the excitement of life, the freedom that we feel when those chains are broken and severed, the chains that seek to anchor us and hold us and hold us back. Let it not hold us back at all. Let us be freed. And let us walk in this world as we accept in Christ all that we are. And let us be reminded that as we accept Christ into our lives, that we are truly rewritten. Our DNA is rewritten, rewired to that of kingdom. So, Father, we raise up, looking up, in the mightiness and glory of heaven, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Last week, I don't think we had a single praise report. This week, we're getting a whole bunch of them. It's pretty cool. It comes in waves. Okay, here's another one, another praise report. Hello, I have a wonderful confirmation of our prayers. That's always gets me going. Like, let's go. I want to hear about this. A few months ago, I requested prayers for healing of my relationship with my mother. Little by little, God has worked his miracle in our, in our lives. It now has resulted in a complete healing. Praise Jesus. This is wonderful. He must always know that Jesus will answer. We must always know that Jesus will answer our prayers. I cannot emphasize enough the importance of continuing our prayers when praying for healing. Amen. Bless Bard's nation for your prayers. I am so grateful that mom and I are friends and fellow warriors again in the fight for God's kingdom. Agenda Red Pill. All right. This is just, I love these sorts of stories. Healing and family can be seem like it's impossible. Constant praying for things. I think something that does strike me, and we do an amazing job here of getting into prayers and seeing results. And I and we bring those prayers up to a much higher level when we come together in an assembly in a body. And we work in that true sense of where two or three are gathered, but even greater than that, which is even better. But the one thing is about some of these prayers, if we carry the prayer, I'm always praying that others will continue it daily. We can't always, by virtue of, the, of this program, we can't always carry those prayers daily. But hopefully, as we as a community come together to lift up somebody's prayers, their prayers now will be empowered while they will continue praying, and hopefully there'll be somebody who is inspired to pray with them. That's the two or three part. So this is just a great testimony to that. Also in this this statement, is which is really good, is this was a few months ago, and God worked his miracle in our lives. Why this is so important when we read this is many times when we want to seek the immediate miracle healing, it doesn't happen because of whatever reason. Maybe we're, Maybe there's something in the prayer that we're not able to release by what we do and the way we pray. Maybe we're missing something. That's always possible. But, but God always hears our prayers. But there may be another reason behind this. A person may need to walk through a process of healing that is not immediate so that they can, themselves can heal in a more profound way. If there is something in this, a lesson that we have to learn to be able to be freed from that past. I know myself, I can speak testimonies to this over and over. And so this is a, a reminder of the fact that the process of healing, as much as I would like to say instant healing, Miracle healing happen now. You know, get it, pick up your crate and walk. This is an example here where literally this took months, but the healing is now deep, profound to where they've gone from a conflict to friends and fellow warriors, again, in the fight for God's kingdom. 
What a glorious statement. So, Father God, we just raise up Agenda Red Pill, and we breathe life into this continued forging of a deep, loving, warrior relationship between Agenda Red Pill and their mother. Father, we just bless this with with the breath of life that we speak into both of them. That whatever was behind them now is broken and those chains are severed and cast to the feet of Jesus. And truly the Holy Spirit just flows through them and we just pray for a blessing upon them of the resources that they need, the love that continues to flow, the unlimited ties and connections that love brings to lift them both up in a continued walk in the fight, mighty fight in this time of, king, of, of the glory of heaven and the fight for kingdom. So Father, just thank you and that we praise you for all that you bring here as we raise our hands and say amen and we bless this relationship with life eternal. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Here we go, another one. Praises for a propane heater being installed in Larissa, installed for Larissa. Okay, praises for a propane heater being installed for Larissa, donated by Duncan and installed by MSN Liars, Duncan and Moonwolf on Thursday, as well as those who helped donate to keep her power on. She has had the pleasure of awakening to a warm home now because of kindness of people she didn't even know. We praise your holy name, Nikki. Father, just lift up Larissa and the many people that have been involved in helping her keep on heat and keep the power on. And as special mention to Emerson Liars, which would be John and Duncan and Moonwolf. And Father, we just want to praise them for their heart of a, of a truthful giver. And may this come back in their own lives and inspire reflection deeper in their own lives to lift them up in great ways, to be greater in the body of Christ themselves. As each time we give, may we become greater in who we are in our walks. So Father, we just lift up Larissa, raise her up and praise her and bless her and just ask for a continued flow of the, of the resources she needs to keep going and breathe life into her and inspire her now with these actions. May these actions give her greater strength in the body of life and, and deepen her faith. Thank you, Father, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is good. Okay. Let's start with a prayer this morning. Um, we're getting into our prayers now. We're going to start with a prayer this morning for Brad Cummings and his family. It's funny, Brad seldom asks for prayers, and even some of these he's not even asking for. I'm just going to give him prayers this morning. He's, a, he's been a great, great friend and brother in my life. And his family, um, Jared is a, his son, very hardworking a young man, has a family of three. And um, they've had some health issues that have ravaged his family, which I see as little more than just an attack that has come upon them, which is unfortunate. And so this morning, we want to pray for the children, and we also want to pray for Jared. Let me start with Jared, because we haven't talked about this. Jared is dealing with some health complications, deal with adrenal adrenal issues, and it's, it's very critical. And it, 
unfortunately, it's the lifestyle in which we live these days. We just can't, the intensity of things that go on and, and how that affects our lives can be massive. Jared's a very hard worker. And it's difficult for him to let go of some of the things he needs to do and the intensity of life. And there's a blessing in all of this that we also want to bless, and that is that Jared now has, and his family, Daisha, and then the three children, which is Harvey Brave, and um, I'm sorry, I have to look up the names. I don't have them all. Bear with me a minute. And Jayla and Callum. So Harvey Brave, Jayla, and Callum. Daisha's the mother, and Jared. They're now been, Brad has now moved them out to be near he and his wife, which is wonderful. It's a real blessing. And it's allowing the parents to step in and to, to lift off some of the, the weight and stresses of the time to help that family heal. And this is truly a beautiful gift of being the mother-father again in a different way. And it's such a beautiful opportunity for Brad to step in and be with his son. Well, I think at the heart of all of this, there's so much to that, the way Father does this, because I think when we come together, the greatest, especially with father and son, and it's speaking for myself, the difficult times that I had for 10 years with my dad, and yet it was a dad that never, my dad never missed a single event in his life. I did. I've told you that story. It's just amazing when I look back on everything he did, he was always there. But my dad has never stopped being there. And the beautiful thing now is as we pivot these relationships, as we continue to take, as parents take care of their children, the children ultimately, it will come back full circle in a great way. So in this case, Jared, Daisha, and the children have now moved out to, with Brad and Kelly. And it's beautiful. And it's such a beautiful moment. So we want to pray over healing over the children. We want to pray miracle healing over Jared. And we want to pray a blessing over the Cummings family that this will be truly an anointed moment, that the true heart of the Father, which works through Brad in such a miraculous way, not, not some sort of healing thing, but the true heart of the loving, endearing Father that holds his son as he did at birth, and the true heart of the mother that holds their son and their, each of them holding their daughter-in-law and these children will truly flow through this family to create an anointed moment of healing and restoration unlike anything that's ever been witnessed in their own family. And that's speaking a lot, considering where Brad walks in life. And I just pray that blessing and the blessing in this holiday season, especially, which is a season of life. So, Father God, we just pray an amazing, powerful restoration of healing deep within the hearts of the Cummings family. And may this moment be truly blessed as Brad and Kelly have now opened up their lives to, re- to bring their children home. And may it not be missed, the importance in this hour of how family is being reunited, how you are putting before us the power and most important aspect of our entire lives. That which was based on creating life is now that which is also the root of restoring life, and it's all love. And so let the love flow, Father, truly unrestricted in the depths and power of the hearts of each. Let the power of the nurturing of the mother be raised, and let the power of the loving Father's arms be expanded to bring the son close to his heart, to bring the daughter close to hers. And may these children who have now been dealing with some health issues feel that love flow through them from top to bottom, to fill these children's hearts with the glory of kingdom, 
to rescue them from whatever is there hanging on, trying to pull them into the darkness, to break those chains and binds, to cast them out, and to place a beautiful and loving hedge of protection around this entire family as we breathe life into the Cummings family. So seldom does Brad ever reach out for the mightiness of prayer. And even this, Father, is not a prayer requested. It's a prayer given. And so we ask today that all those that are joining in, knowing Brad and his heart, and his heart for the family, his heart for you, the heart for the word, may this truly be a, a transformational moment to go deeper within the love of Father, to be in the love of a Father in such a profound way, and to just be able to step into a place where the only thing that matters in this beautiful walk, in the true sense of darkness of faith, we step into the most powerful place that we can't see the next step, to let everything go, everything, and to simply be present in the depth of the heart that Brad has for so many, in a magnitude greater than he's ever given, to pour into his son, to pour into his daughter-in-law, to pour into his grandchildren in a, such a powerful way. And may that be joined in Kelly as they as it is two to the one, like Adam's rib, and may they both stand together in such a glorious moment, hand raised, arms extended, the family pulling in around them, that healing is profound. Healing is instant. Healing is spontaneous. Healing is at the depth of the heart, into the soul, into the spirit, the spark that lights the power of the Holy Spirit within each. To raise this family up to be truly a family of the voice of a kingdom. And may this moment be transformational, one that cuts away the expectations, hope, and artificial things of, of life and gets to the root of what the true anointings are within the hearts. And may those true anointings be awakened within Jared, the deep anointings that are still yet to be seen, the deep anointings within the family, the awakening of the true depth of the power of motherhood within Daisha to lift them up and to step into a new place guided by Kelly and Brad, whose hearts just pour into their children and may it be greater than ever before, to where the blessing of blessings of life spark greater greatness than they've never expected in their lives, to be freed from all of this earth world to raise them up in the glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This is good. Okay, let's continue. There's another prayer here I want to do this morning. And this is, um, i got to pull this up real fast so I can talk to you about it. We, we have a, there's two more prayers. These are my own, um, and then we'll jump into this. But we have a, an amazing We have a Marjorie Bebus is right up near us, and um, I'm going to read something she's asked me to pray on. This is where the Bards Nation School is, and is last couple of weeks have been difficult. Uh, she says, "Dear Scott, thank you for your words. They are much needed in these in these days. The last couple of weeks have been really frustrating. I'm not really sure how God wants me to move forward." I pray for the eyes to see him, the ears to hear him, and the heart to know the truth. Could you pray on this also? Thank you. Um, Marjorie is a really beautiful soul. She's not at 15 minutes, 15 miles from here. 
and I, I own, openly own this. I have not visited over there recently for like almost two months now, which is ridiculous because this is where Bars Nation School is. I shouldn't say it's ridiculous. It's just the path that we've gone. The beautiful thing is that as we've tried to settle in with the Cantrells here on the family, we are settling in. That's our one of our next steps is to have to get hold of her. In fact, I'll do it today. That we're going to bring the Cantrells over there for a blessing on the whole property. And these children are amazing, as you know. But I just want to pray for Marjorie because she built this school for children. And this is an Operation Vineyard school. She's, she's built it to give to the world. She built it out of her own pocket. And she's had a lot of challenges because she's lifted this process on her own. And I, and I just want to speak this into Marjorie. There is, there is more coming. There's, there's support coming in ways you've never imagined. And it's, it's going to be blessed through and maybe connected to the Kentrells. So, Father, I just want to pray into Marjorie's heart today. Lift her up mightily in this hour. And to speak life into her, all that she's doing. We just place a hedge of protection around that property, and we pray life into all the property. And may this be an anointed place that is so deeply blessed to the root of all that it is, that lifts it up in the mightiness of kingdom and it speaks truly the power of healing and restoration, of rescuing the people from where they are, not just children, but everyone that comes. And may this building be blessed, and may the work that Marjorie does be blessed. And may you provide the visions necessary to take things to the next level, not just for Marjorie, but for the whole effect of what that represents within Bard's Nation inspiring others to step in, to lift up, to provide the resources necessary, whether it's intellectual, physical, spiritual, to move things to the next level and to truly inspire her heart to know that some of these paths we walk do seem lonely, but that you're always with us, always there. So we breathe life into Marjorie, life into her property, life into her vision, life into her, and we pray life and restoration to her hands, which have been plagued for some time. And we just, we we pray instant and miraculous healing on her hands to lift those burdens, to transform her hands into the perfection as they were as her youth. Lift her up, Father, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm asking for prayers for a friend and resident of senior of a senior apartment complex that I manage, Ron Stanley had surgery for colon cancer two weeks ago and went back in Friday with severe bladder infection and also a blood infection. I, I am told that I, it was due to leaving the catheter in too long. Yeah, my goodness. He is a follower of Christ and did not get vaccinated. I appreciate the prayers for full recovery and healing from his cancer. Thank you, Patricia. Why? Okay. So, Father, we just comes to you today with Ron Stanley, a believer, person who's held the line against this in, this entire issue that we're dealing with of the attack of cancers. We just ask God that you lift him up and we place a hedge of protection around Ron Stanley. And we breathe life and Holy Spirit into Ron Stanley and let that flow from head to toe and toe to head. And Father, we pray restoration of the heart to lift him up in a mighty way. And we now as we pray in the Holy Spirit, as we breathe life, that Holy Spirit flows through him, cleansing his blood, removing the infection. And in the name of Jesus, we declare healing, healing that is miraculous, healing that is that of the overcomer. And any of the influences of the darkness that have come there, that have come through the aspects of pharmakia, we break 
those chains. We cast them off. And whatever burdens weigh upon his heart, we free those burdens. That Ron can now lean more deeply into Jesus to feel the love and power of Holy Spirit to flow through him, to heal him completely, to rescue him from this moment, to heal and restore in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, next. I have planned a trip to see my youngest daughter next week, going with most of the family. Prayers needed for safe travels and that everyone stays well, taking baby Ezekiel. This will be his first trip. My daughter will be so so very happy. Uh, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Well, Father God, I just want to pray a blessing over song, scripture, and my thoughts. That this moment can be truly amazing. That this trip and journey to, the, to be together with family will be safe, be blessed, not just protected, but be blessed. That this trip will provide truly something wonderful within the heart of all. A transformation within the heart that all will share and be part of as the family comes together, and may the power of the Holy Spirit flow through this family and spark that, that true power of life within. And may that true power of life be one that builds deeper relationships, inspires deeper conversations, promotes deeper healing. And may the family work as one, as a breath of life flows through all, to be able to come together to knit a deeper relationship with each and to raise each other up as iron sharpens iron to truly bless this family in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Okay, we have, this is a prayer from Switchrod. It starts, it's got three updates to it. We start with December 11th. Here is my soon update. There hasn't been a ton of update over the last few days. There have been small but great steps forward. This is related to a work prayer we did last week. Her doctor is even thinking she will be able to go home over the next few days. We did not see this coming so quickly, but they feel she is going to doing well enough to go home. Lots of praise right there. Over the last few days, she has had her trachea, trachea uh, removed, eaten, a few soft things on her own, and gotten her voice back. When you talk to her, you would never know anything had ever happened to her, especially as major as, as it, this was. The things she is saying now, that's a different story. She, she is having some issues with delirium, which is to be expected. Her doctor said for anyone 60 and above, he will always expect there to be some sort of delirium if, if they are in the hospital for more than a day or two. It's shocking enough as it is for a normal, healthy, and strong person to wake up and hear it's been weeks. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. It's enough to cause anyone to be confused and be completely disoriented. Her poor little boy has been through so much over the last four weeks. Pneumonia, sepsis, a complete cardiac arrest, being in intubated for four days, getting a trach, central lines, multiple uh, bronchoscopes, Scopies, multiple ulcers, and one of them, one that was bleeding, blood transfusions, severe anxiety, a G tube, and so much, and anesthesia and sedatives. If and when you talk to her, 
Don't let her fool you. She is fantastic at making you think everything is 100% and she is good. If she snaps at you or seems angry, upset, don't take it personally. We all told, we were told all the confusion, anger, and frustration can take a few months for her brain to work itself through. This is from December 13th. Thank you, Bars Nation, for prayers for my friend Marianne. Please keep praying and watch for an exciting update, the following especially poignant. And here's the third. I'm trying to say, I guess this is the same. Hold on, I'm just trying to, I'm trying, guessing this is all goes together. It's kind of, says a quote here, men always ought to pray and not lose heart, Luke 18.1. You cannot truly intercede through prayer if you do not believe in the reality of redemption. Instead, you must simply be turning intercession, you would simply be turning intercession into useless sympathy for others. Which, we will, which will serve only to increase your contempt they have for remaining out of the touch of God. True intercession involves bringing the, the person and our circumstances that seems to be crashing in on, on you before God until you are changed by the contempt, contentment they have for remaining out of touch of God. True intercession, um, His attitude towards the person or circumstances. Intercession means to fill up, which is the lacking of afflictions in Christ. And this is precisely why there are so few intercessors. People describe intercession by saying it is putting yourself in someone else's place. This is not true. Intercession is putting yourself in God's place. Huh? It is having his mind and his perspective. And Okay. This is getting into stuff I didn't want to talk about right now. So this is kind of a, a lecture on us about intercession. I'm not going to read this because it's I don't agree with everything. Um, all right, so we're just going to – I posted an update on my friend Maureen today in family room. You prayed for her last Sunday and deleted correctly a spiritual attack. Her recovery is miraculous. She escaped the doc's meds. She was scheduled to go home today. The physical healing is going well, but we know this is all temporal. The eternal healing is in my prayers now. Maureen is healed in that regard, but some around her must be healed, set free. Thank you, personality in Christ. Yeah, I, this is really a complicated prayer request this morning. So we're going to zero into what the meat of it is. We're praying for Switchrod's friend. That's where it is. And I'm sure Zach's not going to give you a lecture on intercession. We're praying for Switchrod's friend, and we're praying in behalf of her, and wherever she sits with Christ, we're praying into this that she will be healed. So, Father God, this friend of Switchrod, who seems to be by the name of Marianne, we just pray for her and lift her up. In, in we lift her up in prayer this morning, and she's been dealing with many issues issues with her son, traumatic issues that have left her disoriented in the world, which is understandable, but 
disconnected. And unfortunately, Father, when we go into some of these states, especially medicated as they are with all these other issues going on, there is literally a disconnect that can happen truly, a, a misalignment within ourself in the world and spiritual and physical. So, Father, we're just praying for a power of Holy Spirit to flow into Marianne and to fill her fully with that glory of God and to let that work from her totally throughout her body. And Jesus was asking you to place your hands upon her as we place our hands around her and we pray into her. And we pray life. And we pray restoration. And we pray alignments that all these things can start to flow completely from head to toe and toe to head in perfect alignment with the voice of you, Father, to speak into her deeply, to break the chains that may be binding and the influences that may be coming in from the demonic. For we place a hedge of protection around her and lift her up. And that hedge of protection is anchored in the blood of Christ that goes infinitely down and infinitely up. And there can be no influences anymore of the of demonic of any kind, for this is a child of the Most High that is now protected, and we speak life into this child life powerfully and life into their, their child themselves. We speak life into mother and child and lift them both up. And we purge them of any of the darkness that sits within their heart, purge them within the infections that have come from the demonic. And we bless their bodies. They bless their souls. We bless all about them, their spirit, their mind. All of this is blessed within the, the restoration and power of heaven. And may the disorientation be removed and the eyes see clearly for she now knows and feels where she is and who she is truly a child of the Most High. And may that love be one that she can carry over and speak life and love into her own child. As we pray also, Father, for the dispatch of, of warring angels to protect them, and we pray a dispatch of healing angels to put their hands upon her and to heal her and her son. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Good morning. I have a high school friend who will be a grandmother mid-January. Her son and daughter-in-law will give both to to baby Carter. Her son and daughter-in-law will give both to baby Carter. I have, I'm going to read this again. I have a high school friend who will be grandmother in mid-January. Her son and daughter-in-law will give should be birth to baby Carter. The institution was advised that baby Carter had a heart condition that will require three heart surgeries. One will need to be done up upon birth. The choices they were given were to abort, deliver, or do nothing, and he would pass and or deliver and, and do the first surgery and the two more to follow in years to come. After 23 weeks, Mark, they could see fully formed they could see the fully formed baby and decided to deliver here's where god comes in the grandmother has been struggling with the news and and is at odds as she explained she does not that she died that she does not want any of them to suffer she said recently she prayed and could feel a light and the weight of being lifted from her you and i know the holy spirit is at work they are not strong in their faith walk at this point in time. I am asking the, that Bard's Nation lift baby Carter up, and he is born completely perfect with no complications of the heart. The prayer is that he, this healing be so profound that no one can deny it in the work of God alone. Thank you. Well with my soul. Well, Father, we pray for this new baby, baby Carter. 
We begin by breaking off any of the death curses that is spoken by the family. And we seal those off and put them at the feet of Jesus. We cannot, in our way, walk in a world and question life. For as we do within the lines of, of the family blood, we, st- we speak death over others, and this is rejected. We rebuke those death curses fully. We bind them and seal them and throw them to the, to the feet of Jesus. And we place a hedge of protection around baby Carter. This is a powerful hedge of protection rooted in the blood of Christ. Any words spoken to baby Carter are filtered through this hedge of protection, and any words spoken will always be words that baby Carter hears as life. Father, we pray with our hands upon the mother's womb, and we pray life into this child that's still forming. We pray miracle healing within this child, and we declare these things in the blood of Jesus. We declare these things by the authorities given to us, given to us by Jesus, as we present them to you this morning, Father. For we declare miracle healing upon this child. As we pray into this child's heart, we pray for a restoration. For this is the heart of heaven, and this is truly a little one coming into the world. And the work of the devil is trying to corrupt the very center of who we are, who this child is. So, Father, we breathe life into the womb of the mother as we feel the restoration move through this, through this baby. And as we reach deep within the spirit, we envelop this baby completely in a wrap of the love of heaven. Father, we ask with your blessing if you can dispatch healing angels to surround this mother and to surround this family, to breathe life into this family, restoration of this family, as we continue to heal any of the death curses and spoken word that would affect this child's health. But instead, all that is heard now is the power of life, life, living life, for the spirit of life overcomes. And as we raise this child up and we breathe into this child, we breathe a massive and immediate restoration of a heart. And so we break any of the curses, the word curses spoken in the hospital, those curses speaking that we must only do surgery, that there must be certain things or the child will die. We reject that. We rebuke that. We cast it again to the feet of Jesus. And instead, this enveloping wrap of love that is over the child, all that is spoken in is life, the restoration of this. And we speak restoration to rescue, heal, and restore this child to the perfection of heaven. And may this process of healing that now ensues as we wind down into the birth be so amazing. It'll be so profound that it not only will it leave the hospitals sick and stunned to not to be able to explain the miracle healing that has happened, but may it be imprinted upon baby Carter's heart to such a profound level that baby Carter will be inspired and anointed to speak into the world through his, through their, his life, speaking into the world of the power of the healing God, the power of, of miracles, the power truly of, of prayers and healing. And may that be a driving force deep within the DNA of the child to seek you, eyes on you, to be greater in the voice of the world, to bring healing into others, to speak into their generation and to raise them up knowing that it is you who has healed him and you who shall heal all in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for Steve's dad, Bob. He's, he is 92 and has bone cancer. He is in a lot of pain. I believe the chemo causes his bones to soften. It does, by the way. 
and has fractured and has a fractured vertebrae. Please pray for fast healing. Pray he repents and finds God. He believes there's a higher power, but does not believe in any more. His first wife passed in his early 20s. He was raised Catholic. Steve's mom thinks doctors are the almighty. So that's the pharmacia spellcasting. Three years ago, they told him he, he'd have about three years self-fulfilling prophecy. Bob is a good man. Pray for Steve and his family if things do go south. The VA is keeping him for tests, but his sister and mom are planning for the end. I don't get along with his sister. We don't talk, and she's texted and called two times this week. They are usually very pessimistic, so I wait to hear from Bob himself. I mostly worry about Steve because he's a workaholic and avoids stuff, Steve and Don. Okay, there's so much in this, man. We're going to unpack this one. So the first thing that comes here, and it's just the first nudge I get when we read through this, is this comment that we don't talk. Um, I don't get along with his sister. We don't talk, and she's, and she's texted and called two times this week. I'm going to speak into Stephen Dunn. That is an opportunity right there. That's somebody who's seeking answers. And if you're walking with Jesus, that's an opportunity to bring the love of Christ into their lives. Death brings us amazing opportunities, especially when there's so many pieces misaligned, that people's hearts start to feel the pull of loss. And as they do, if they don't have a good grounding in the relationship with Christ, there is an opportunity to speak life into that and to restore those wounds that they're feeling and in the process bring greater healing. Bob's, this is Holy Spirit, Bob's dad, or Steve's dad, Bob, 92, his death right now is pulling at things because he is not a full believer. And he's going to be a full believer as others start to pray with him to and openly pray with him. So I don't know where we are here, but I know that he needs to have prayers upon him, speaking prayer and life into him from the family. Even if it's Stephen Don, you need to preach, Steve, speak prayer and life into him. For Steve being a workaholic, you're escaping something. You're running away. It's workaholic issues is people not wanting to face something in their lives. It's a deep wound, and I don't know what that wound is, but I can almost guarantee you it's tied to your father. I don't know if you know the song Cat in the Cradle. Cat in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. Little boy, Jesus, little boy, uh, Blue and the Man in the Moon. When you're coming home, Daddy, don't know when, but you know we'll get together then. This song applies. Listen to it. Because that song is speaking to a break of two people that love each other, but now one's workaholic and the other's on his deathbed. They need each other deeply. So, Father, we just pray into the healing of this wound between the father and the son. And as the father, it now begins to enter this older age, and he's, we, pray for, we pray, pray for a peaceful moment in his life. I don't know your calling here, Father, at this age. Unfortunately, we always want to pray for miracle healings, and I'm, we are open to that. We also know that at this age, you begin to call us home. So, Father, what we do pray for is a strong body for however many years are left, and we break off the spell casting of, the, of that at the hospital and the doctors that do so well at telling us how long we have to be here, which is wrong. 
We break those off and we pray healing of Holy Spirit through the body of Bob to remove the pain, to lessen that, and to do and to restore the strength of the bones. And so, Father, as we pray into that, we pray the breath of life into Bob. May that breath of life soften his heart, break down the, that, those walls that are so rigid and built with so much time. But we know where those walls can be broken down. It's in the heart of Steve, his son. So, Father, we pray life into Steve. And may that understanding of the deeper wounds that are there be lifted up and healed. And may those chains that have bound that be broken and severed and placed at the foot of Jesus. And may the opportunity that is now before them to speak to other family members be heard in the heart. As we walk with Jesus, let us see these opportunities, ones of grace that are given to us and mercy, that we can do both as we speak life into our family members and raise them up, heal them, restore them, because they, they're seeking themselves. So, Father, what is right now a very tangled web right now of pieces of the past facing the moment of the, of the present and the potential for pain in the future as there is a potential loss? May this moment be truly realigned with, with Holy Spirit, working through each, lifting each up, rewriting stories, breaking down hardnesses of the heart, and reconnecting these binds, these connections, these soul ties that are here. They will bridge them together as one healed family. So, Father, whatever those soul ties are between Steve and his dad, we pray into a healing and restoration of those soul ties. And if that means they have to be broken and reforged, then we pray for that in the hearts of each to recognize each other and what they need each other for. May the moments that we are in here, of the stresses of health and the pain of Bob, be one where Steve can step in and a truth of conversation can start to happen between them. And, Father, we pray for an encounter for Bob such a way that he can encounter and have a presence of, to experience Jesus in his fullness. And whatever that means in terms of his life, may that be so profound in the moment that he sees Jesus enough to make that decision that we know that all will make ultimately when they are visited by the king. So Jesus, we pray for your presence in Bob and his life to fill him completely and to have him witness truly the power of who you are and the glory of heaven and have an opportunity now to have a change of heart, a change he will have to make, but may that be a, a change that's supported by the heart of his son. And may that change ripple across this family to be a change of heart for the family as they now see each other, not through the lens of brokenness, but through the lens of, of unity, love, and healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Update on my client, Jay. I went over to her house and the nurses and other family members were there. I asked if I could sit in the room with her and talk to her and they said yes, praise Jesus. God's timing is perfect. I sat by her bed and held her hand and told her about how much God loved her that he went sent his only son to die on the cross for us and that would and that whoever believed in him and expected Jesus as their Lord and Savior would not perish but have eternal life. At that point, she moaned a yes, and there was a complete peace in the room. I laid my hands on her and prayed, and Jesus would comfort her, that Jesus would comfort her, that, and, and I could tell her she was at peace. I told her that I loved her and that I would see her again in heaven. When I left, I had total peace knowing she would be in heaven with, with our Lord, Kathy. That is a great testimony.
the testimony of never, ever stopping, never giving in, but right to the very end. Father, we just want to praise Kathy and lift her up for this pursuit of the love of Christ to the very end of somebody else's life to bring that soul to heaven. And so, Father, we pray into Jay and wherever Jay is in this moment, whatever Jay's status is in this moment, may the heart of Jesus that they've accepted continue to work the miracles throughout the body, the mind, the spirit, the soul. May that moment lift Jay up to be able to have the release of the burdens of life and to be able to have these this peace in life, even to the end of knowing that they now have a place in heaven. Praise them both, Father. Lift them up, Father. Bless them both, Father, both Kathy and Jay. For these are two souls that are now connected, two souls that are now one restoring the other. And so, Father, as we pray life into each, we lift each up, and we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I need prayer for upcoming cataract surgery Tuesday the 19th. That's coming up quick. I had one eye done on the 4th, and though I can see there are a couple of things that are not right, like a spot in my central vision and wavy lines when reading that the doctor said I might have to live with. I could use some prayer. Thank you. I'm still believing for perfect vision as I am a writer, a scribe for Jesus, and I do artwork. Martha Martin. Okay, Martha Martin. Father God, I'm just going to bless Martha Martin with the prayers and blessing of sight. As Jesus let the blind man see, let the restoration in the name of Jesus heal her eyes, the perfection of true vision, clarity, and sight. Vision in the flesh and vision in the spirit. So Father, we pray hands up and we pray into Martha Martin, the power and glory of healing. As we place our hands upon her, hands around her, hands before her eyes, and we pray into this in a mighty way. And we feel the power of Holy Spirit flowing through each one of us as we pray into this and we declare, Father, these are eyes that now see. And we say these things in the name of Jesus. As the blood of Jesus itself becomes the healing salve and ointment for those visions and those eyes. Father, we pray also for the heart, into the heart, to give a greater strength into this heart of Martha Martin, a self-prescribed scribe of Jesus, a writer and, an, and one who is who does artwork. May your heart be inspired with the deeper messages of kingdom. May her hands be moved by the Holy Spirit to speak deeper messages within her art and words that touch the hearts of many. And may the process of her eyes being healed lead to a greater healing it can be spoken within the pages that she writes and the words that she speaks and the art that she does. So, Father, we place a hedge of protection around Martha Martin as we speak holy power of the Holy Spirit within and we see it fill her completely. And Father, we ask for healing angels to be dispatched to continue this healing of this person in fullness as we declare all this healing with its immediacy and the perfection that only heaven can bring. We 
pray healing over Martha Martin in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, next. It's a blessing for me if you would include me in prayers. Trials are always on the on the way. The more I kept my faith, the more problems I encountered. Please pray for my faith that it should that I should be that I should stand strong despite from these problems. Cherry Cherry. Faith is not one of these things that ebbs and flows like the earth or like the tide. Faith is something we stand on. So there is a footing issue you're having here in the metaphor of faith that you're standing on, that somehow you feel that you're still standing on a house of sand, not the rock of faith, because the rock of faith never budges. And the trials that you're speaking of, The trials could be that you're under attack. Trials could be things from your past that are not cleared or or or, un, or you're decoupled from. So, Father, we're praying into Cherry. We're praying life into Cherry. We're praying the power of Holy Spirit into Cherry. That these, wherever Cherry is and the footing that Cherry has, that that footing will feel deep and powerful on the rock of faith itself. That these... Moments of feeling like somehow you're on the house of sand will be revealed as to the healings that need to be done. If there's any demonic activity around Cherry, we place a hedge of protection around Cherry. We break those bonds and we breathe Holy Spirit life into Cherry and we cast out any of the demonic influences. But Cherry, hear these prayers for these prayers are for you. As those things percolate up, these are things that you need to be coming out of agreement with. These are things that you need to speak speaking into in your prayers and bringing before the throne. These are things you need to be repenting for. So much of the warfare you're feeling right now is from connections that need to be broken, a pivot that needs to be made. So Father, we pray into Cherry for full restoration of the heart that can open itself up and reveal that which we need to breathe life into, that which we need to pray into, that which Cherry needs to release and repent for. And in so doing, to come out of agreement with these things of burden, let those become visible and let the footing that she has be stronger in the rock of faith. For it's the illusion that you're standing on the rock of sand or the foundation of sand. But in fact, you are on faith, but you have to believe more deeply. Faith is not like a, like a tide. It does not ebb and flow. So, Father, we speak power and strength within the faith of the heart of Cherry. This is life in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Requesting prayer for my son, Nick. He has colitis and it's getting worse, dragging him down mentally and physically. Richard Schinkel. Well, Father God, we just pray into Nick's son. or I'm sorry, Richard Schinkel's son, Nick. We pray into his son as we place our hands around him and enveloping truly in just a, a prayer hug as we all breathe life into Nick. And Father, as we establish a hedge of protection around Nick and breathe and pray for the Holy Spirit to flow in and to restore his body deep within as it moves from head to toe and toe to head, a continued restoration within the body. And Father, with this hedge of protection anchored in the blood of Christ, we sever and, and 
cast out and bind any influences from the demonic. And in the, as this pulls away, may the Holy Spirit flood in and fill those, those gaps and voids. But overwhelm Nick with the overwhelming love of heaven. May his eyes fall upon you. May his prayers fall before you on his knees. And Jesus, may your hands touch him in such a powerful way that he truly is anointed and touched in his heart for who the true king is and what his pursuit is. So, Father, we pray for Nick. We pray for Richard. We pray for this family. We lift them up in the name of Jesus. And we pray life into this family and restoration into this family. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear ones, would you please pray for my husband, specifically the brothers here in our Bard's family? Please pray. His name is Jeremy. He spoke at Bart's Fest real quick about reaching out, and he struggles with reaching out on behalf of himself. So I feel his wife, so I feel his wife as his wife, excuse me. This is when I step in on behalf to ask for prayer. Please pray that he knows deep into the marrow of his bones the true love of the Father. Please pray with me that he will open himself to prompting and conviction of Holy Spirit and that he will fully embrace who is truly is in Jesus Christ. Please pray that he knows he is worthy of love. He can let down his emotional guard and love others. That he does does have courage inside of himself, but he's got to pick it up and use it. He's worthy of friendship and companionship with other great men of God, and he needs it. Men make me make men make men. Bitterness and resentment are not his friends, and he must reject them daily. Please pray that God will bring him a mentor willing to walk alongside as a brother in Christ who is willing to help him stay, stay accountable. He has to step out in faith and say yes to uncomfortable things. Lord, you made Jeremy perfectly in your image, and you love him with the un, unfailing perfect love. Thank you. You never leave Jeremy's side. And when he walks away from you, Lord, you are there. Thank you for showing up in ways nobody else ever has or ever will for him. Father, please guide him in the righteous and holy path to do your will in the life over his own will. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Messiah. Amen. Heather A7. That's a wife. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing that wife just did. Heather A7, speaking first of all life into you. That somebody who truly loves their husband. And may that love be greater than any challenges that are faced in your family. For you are bringing life into your family. And you're praying into your family. And we're going to join you in these prayers for Jeremy. Father, let's begin our prayer today for Heather A7. Let's pray for the strength of the mother and the wife. In her heart as she prays in for her family and her husband. And Father, we just lift her up, for she is truly the rib, as Eve was to Adam, of somebody that truly sees the connection of the two to the one. And may that strength flow un, uninhibited, that love flow unrestrained, 
may it flow to overflowing into the heart of Jeremy. Jeremy, in this wandering you're making and the shadows that you walk, there are many around you now that are praying in and reaching in to help you. So, Father, we pray into Jeremy. We pray life into his heart. And we can just see the tangles of darkness that are still around him, the demons that speak into him, the shadow war that's going on within his heart. So, Father, we place a hedge of protection around Jeremy, and we place that hedge of protection anchored in the blood of Christ, infinitely up and infinitely down. All of these walls that are being put up are being done to protect and to defend off that which you don't want to see, Jeremy. It's a deeper wound that goes back to your childhood. And it's time to heal that. It's time to bring that child forward. Time to bring that child into your life and to release the pain and to step into the world. Jesus, we just ask that you'll step in here on the timeline of life. And as Jeremy is there, we just ask that you'll pick up this child and hold this child of old, the memory that seems to be holding back, and to nurture and heal this child, the wound. And Jeremy, hear our prayers as we breathe life into your heart. And Jesus brings the healed child back into you to reunite your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit as one truly healed and restored. May the walls fall. So, Father, we pray into this and we rebuke any of the demonic. We seal off any attempt of demons to enter in, to influence, to speak anything to him. And, Jesus, we take any of those demons and we bind them and cast them to your feet to be dealt with as you choose. For this is now a child of the Most High. is off limits. There's no authority the demonic has here anymore. And so, Father, as we step into this place, breathing life into Jeremy, we raise him up and we ask for just the guidance of Jesus himself to place his hand upon him. The mentor you seek in this life is there with you. And that mentor is Jesus. That mentor is Holy Spirit. That mentor is your Father. And may the Trinity fill you fully as it is. For knowledge and wisdom will be given by the Holy Spirit. The love and the walk in which you seek is that already walked by Jesus. And the love of the Father is infinite. So, Jeremy, we speak and breathe life into you. And, Father, we just pray for a blessing for Jeremy to have somebody come alongside, to fill his void of friendship and that walk in loneliness, that wound that's there, to be able to bless him with those things that he needs in his life, but to also have his eyes turned to see the glory of which you've given him already, a wife who loves him, walks with him, prays for him, raises him up. Understand the gift that's been given. Feel it. For this is a given, to, a gift of restoration. And you're being healed. And you're being set free. So, Father, we pray for this freedom into his heart and his soul. And we declare healing upon him, physical, spiritual, mental, lifting of the burdens that he now passes back to you and the freeing of him into this world with the true eyes on Christ to understand truly that these trials that come are expected and part of life, but to never take eyes from you. And so, Father, we also thank you for the continued blessings to walk with him, never leaving him, letting him now know more than ever that as a community wraps around him, we pray into him and lift him. And we pray healing and life into Jeremy and declare that in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Hello, Bart's family. My friend, my friend's wife, Stacy, was diagnosed by her doctor with breast cancer. 
I will not speak those words into her. She will be strong. She will be starting chemo on Tuesday. So I'm looking for prayers to remove the cancer from her body before the, her chemo. I am not sure how deep the faith of her family is, but her husband Brian told me the family are all positive on the outcome. And when I told him anything can be done uh, with God and Christ, he did agree. So I would, so if you could put this out for prayers, it would be appreciated. Love you all. God bless Wayne Ludwig. See, I love these. There's no reason in this moment. I'm just asking you for any. We, we are so bound by these ridiculous spell castings. And it's not anything directed here. It's even as I'm reading this prayer, I'm having to like think, okay, the medical issues, she's only got so many days. So I want to begin this prayer just with a cleansing prayer, of cleansing of anything said or spoken that deals with life, with anything other than life. So Father, is cleanse this whole spiritual space. Cleanse it around the, the, the friend Stacy cleanses it around her, and we break off any of the connecting tissues of the of the spirit of death, we, and we breathe life into this whole space, so that everything spoken here, Father, is about raising up in life. We speak life into Stacy's heart. We speak a Holy Spirit wisdom into Stacy's, and we and we speak this into a beautiful way of the restoration and healing that comes from within. As Holy Spirit flows through us and flows out through us and through us completely head to toe and toe to head, that this body is restored and that all that is there is made right. Father, this darkness that sits upon breast cancer is truly a darkness, that somehow it's okay to destroy that which nurtures children and that there's so, the cancer itself is there settling in, and the first reaction the doctors do is to use things like chemo or even surgery, which ultimately severs a mother from its from the nurturing in the world. So, Father, we, we pray for a restoration of the nurturing force within her. We pray for the Holy Spirit to flow through her, and our hands are up and around her as we speak life into her, and we breathe life into her, and we breathe the restoration into her. And for the family, we wrap a hedge of protection around the family that is anchored in, in the blood of Christ. And that all that works within now is only that of kingdom, for there is no more influence of demonic allowed. And we breathe life and restoration. And those things that have infected the body now are being pushed out. The parasites being purged and cleansed. We ask for a wisdom to settle upon the heart of the family to seek alternative therapies to be confident, not in the voice of pharmacia or those of the spellcasting doctors, but be confident first within Holy Spirit, to let Holy Spirit lead, pray in. Let this be a restorative moment in faith of the family. And Jesus, we just ask for your hands to touch each member of the family and Stacy, to let them feel the power of you as king. As we pray life in, let them witness in their dreams, in their walk, in their moments of waking moments, your presence, Jesus, it is so profound that the family to its very root is transformed. Transformed to a family that doesn't use faith casually, but a family that breathes faith as part of the life, breath, and bread of life itself. So, Father, we pray, pray restoration in this family, and we pray life into this family. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father God, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, 
and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all of your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with a loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your eyes with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Psalm 103, 2-5. Father God, I am praying for South Carolina, praying Force SC, an Air Force veteran. Okay, She recently underwent a double mastectomy, shoulder and knee replacement. She fell in the parking lot a couple weeks ago. She is not responding well to the results of chemotherapy. SC is experiencing adverse reactions. And that is some heavy darkness right there. Dear Lord, I am praying for SC. I pray that you will help her with her with the struggles she is going through in this season. For you know previously that she needs what she needs in this moment. Father God, I pray that you draw near her and her loved ones. Let SC and her loved ones feel your presence. I am earnestly praying for immediate healing on SC from the top head, top head of head to the lip tip of her toes. Father God, may SC and her loved ones open their eyes, ears, and hearts to you. Father God, heal SC immediately. May SC and her loved ones have the discernment to hear your voice as you lead them in the next steps. Speak to them as they read your word. Bring the verses of encouragement and comfort into their attention. I pray that you will calm any fear or anxiety they may be feeling. Replace it with the confidence to obey your word and trust in you. I pray that your guidance will be apparent to them for the day for this day forward. In your name I pray, Jesus' name, O King. Amen. E.K. Mac. Good prayer, Mac. E.K. Mac. Nice prayer. Amen, by the way. Amen. Man, I had an epiphany as we were walking in. This is this is all Holy Spirit. This is great. One of the things that um, God put on my heart some time ago, and this happened actually about four weeks ago when I was at uh, Isaiah 61 in Yuba City, is that the 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 ties of the blood, meaning the, the connections of the blood, will not endure as the as that connections the, the spiritual ties of the family, the spirit, the family of the spirit. So the spiritual ties of blood will not be as strong, will not endure, or the spiritual ties of the spirit will. And what's really powerful is, is we're praying here, we're connecting with each other through the spirit. This is truly a spiritual family that we're building and strengthening. And I say all this because we constantly run into this thing of here's a person that's a believer and the family is not. And we're talking to it as if it's a barrier. It shouldn't be. For this person that we're praying for becomes part of our spiritual connected family. And we need to have that strength to know that as we pray into them, what we're really doing is praying into them so that the spiritual connections can grow from them into the family of the flesh or the family of the blood. That in fact... Our spiritual family is greater in the connected ties than the family of blood. So we pray into this. We start with this. Father, we're just going to pray this anointing over all that we are here in our prayers in a mighty way to understand truly that what we pray, as we pray for one another in the Spirit, we are building ties and connection. And as we build those ties and connections through the Spirit. They reinforce those other ties that we have in this world. But the spiritual family truly has the 
ability to heal and to restore and to lift up. So as we pray for each person, rather than hearing the stories of families that are limited or families that are not around them praying, let our prayers be that of family in the spirit that lift up our fellow family member, that then through that we are able to build the bridges into the blood and to truly heal and restore families. So here we have a, a prayer, Father, for someone known as SC. You know who this is, brought to us by E.K. Mack. And it's a person who's gone through a tremendous amount of surgery, a double mastectomy, shoulder and knee replacement. These are massive surgeries. And now is having adverse reactions, and especially adverse reactions for chemotherapy. Father, we lift our hands and pray into this person as part of our spiritual family. We pray hard into them and just pray for a cleansing flow of the Holy Spirit to move all this poison out of their body and a restoration that whatever has been done in surgery now is restored as, as the, the glory of Holy Spirit would want, the perfection of the body restored. And we pray life into SC. And we pray life throughout the entire body. And we just witness the power of the miracle God work before us as the body is restored, leaving even the doctor stunned, even not being able to explain what is. That whatever the mechanical pieces are that are there, they're transformed to work or become that which kingdom would want, not artificial, but real. And whatever the chemotherapy is in the blood, it's purged from them to restore the body fully as intended. That which was put by man becomes that which is perfected in kingdom. The imperfections of man are cast out and the greatness of kingdom flows through. And for the family, let this be an experience witnessing this with SC, that they themselves have renewed hearts. They have a seeker's heart that now turns to ask, where does this come from? Who would be able to do such a thing? How is this possible? Let those questions be the sparks that are needed within. That Jesus, we just ask for your presence here. And may the prayers that we speak in the presence of our Lord come in such a magnificent way that the family's eyes are now turned towards Jesus. And for there they can seek and find that which they seek in the heart deep as they witness the power of a miracle healing. So Father, we declare miracle healing over SC. Profound, incredible, seemingly impossible healing to take a a person here who has so much done surgically to restore it to the glory of kingdom in their body, in their mind, their soul, the spirit, and to lift them up now as a voice to speak of the miracle God, no matter their age, no matter their time, that they speak life into this world to inspire others to seek you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Scott and Bart's family. About four weeks ago, I fractured the left side, the left side on my left foot while stepping off the ladder when painting the interior of my home. Oof, that hurts. Not thinking anything of it, just a bad sprain. I treated it by keeping it bandaged and soaked in after my long days, walking on it for about a week until one day the pain was unbearable. The orthopedic doctor didn't understand how I resisted such pain and walked on it in a positive exchange of words in which on which treatment each of us thought would be best for my recovery, beginning with his being pain meds, a boot, and injections if needed, which I quickly denied, telling him mine was the Lord's healing. Amen. 
and mine was the Lord's healing hands, homeopathic medicine, and I would keep the boot on when weight-bearing in acceptance that I need to slow down a bit in my life. So on Monday, I'm scheduled for my follow-up so I can finally be out of the boot and slowly get back into my routine. But the enemy has been feeling doubtful, anxious, and worried of what I haven't healed. But the, but the enemy has me, has me feeling doubtful, anxious, and worried of what if I haven't healed or made the wrong decision, detesting my faith on what deep down I know the Lord has healed. Amaryllis, a.k.a. Window Shop 1. Oh, this is just the enemy seeding lies into you. We'll get rid of that one quick. What a great story. I love these. You're just rejecting the, the uh, traditional main means and leaning into Father. We need these. This is where we all have to do. And, you know, there's no way of knowing our faith and to walk our faith. So Windows Shop, you're walking your faith, Windows Shop 1. And naturally, the enemy's not going to let you do that easily. You have to be prepared for that. But no matter where you have arrived, you're worried about what might uh, be. Father's got his own time on this, but you're giving your faith to Father. What a beautiful, beautiful walk. That's, that's that stepping into the darkness, knowing that everything around you is going to be telling you otherwise, and you're not going to allow that to happen. So you're praying into this. You're praying mightily into this. So, Father, we just pray reinforcing prayers into Window Shop 1 and massive restoration and healing prayers into the foot. This is somebody who's put their faith before everything else, rejected what the doctors have said, rejected what the medicine has said, and said, Father, I trust in you. And so, Father, we reinforce those prayers and say, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing over this foot. May the Holy Spirit flow through Window Shop 1. Fill into shop one fully from head to toe and toe to head. And may the doubts of the enemy that have left whispers in her mind be cast out. For we place a hedge of protection around her, going infinitely up and infinitely down. And there is no more authority that the enemy has. And window shop, we just ask that you'll join in that prayer to speak life and to cast out those demons yourself as we reinforce our prayers with you. And may those demons be bound and cast to the feet of Jesus. May the power of the Holy Spirit flow and embolden the heart, the knowledge and deep faith that you have to where you're looking again and saying, Father, whatever is, comes of Monday this week in the appointment, it is your will. And I have faith and step in on that. Literally now, the metaphor of walking is there before you. The walking is powerful. It's the Holy Spirit. You're stepping into your deeper faith. This all was about stepping into deeper faith. You broke your foot. You tried to walk blindly. You were shown that you needed something to help you walk. And so a boot was put on. This was to give you slippers and sandals to walk into the world, to toughen yourself in your faith. Jesus is with you. Now you're taking the next thing. You're going to take off that, that, that framing to help you walk. And you're going to step boldly now into a deeper faith than you've ever had. And this was the whole trial as you've gone to a new level. This is beautiful. So, Father, we just pray into this next step for Window Shop 1, to lift Window Shop 1 up and step boldly into this world, into a deeper, more profound faith, a faith that doesn't need eyes to see as we think, but has such eyes for you that no matter what the darkness, we always know the outcome. We shall walk in faith with you. In the name of Jesus, we declare healing. 
In the name of Jesus, we declare immediate healing. In the name of Jesus, we, we declare imperfected healing across this body, mind, soul, spirit. And we lift, your, lift Window Shop 1 up in the mightiness of heaven. And we speak life into your heart in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Lifting prayers for those touched by the life of a fellow BDAD, Nancy R., who passed away from the earth December 18th, 2022. A woman of vigor, dedicated, and tenacity who left behind many wounded hearts still grieving the loss of this beautiful woman, Nikki. Okay, I do not like this prayer, the way it's written. And I'm going to rewrite it because a person's death does not leave wounded hearts. And that's what that represents is a wound within a person that is not healed. Nancy R. was a beautiful person. I spoke with her. She had great courage. And so it, we have to rewrite these prayers. I mean, I, I'm really, you know how I am about this. These, this is like a spell cast of negativity on someone's life who was glorious and strengthful, full of strength. Father, we lift up Nancy R. and all that she leaves in the hearts of the many. And we just pray that, this, that those that are there that are feeling her loss will feel her strength and heal. So, Father, we just pray for a restoration of hearts, that those that are mourning the loss of somebody turn their eyes away from Nancy and turn their eyes within to truly be healed within their own hearts. For what we are hearing and what we see when we say these things is that we ourselves carry burdens. Nancy R. was a powerful woman, a woman who felt who fought to the very end, a woman who overcame impossible pain. You know my heart. I've prayed with her at night when she was suffering down to such a small weight. She was literally almost starving to death because she couldn't eat because of the chemo. And yet she endured. Her faith with you was there. She overcame the pain. We cried tears and we lifted her up. This is a beautiful, beautiful reminder of the power of faith in spite of the struggles of the flesh world. So those hearts that feel wounded, we pray life into those. We cast out those, that darkness that sits within the heart, and we ask that those wounds in the hearts of each that are feeling this loss of Nancy reflect deeply on what it is within them that needs healing. Let it be exposed and lifted up. And we pray life into these hearts, a restoration of these hearts, and we pray the strength of Nancy are into these hearts so that they themselves can be as overcomer as she was. Bless her. And we, bless, we just praise her in heaven for what she brought to this earth. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm, I'm new here and trying to connect with the Bards Nation new community site. Also reaching out for prayers. My secure nest of 30 years is gone. Quaint community, San Clemente, California. Building community there, family, friends, prepping, part of the group in enforcing a stop the child trafficking running from San Diego border north. I'm out of the area, belonging, belongings in storage, living in an environment not pleasant, not God-centered. I'm reaching out for prayers of physical and spiritual healing through the transformation. My heart, my priority is to live around and while like-minded, live around with like-minded people. A geographic move may be the answer, talking to God, his son, taking advice, listening to Scott, feeling blessed, writing my message. will welcome collective prayer for release of tension of my physical and emotional pain. 
Prayers for healing to all and my friends. Thank you. Patty, God, good orderly direction. It says Patty, and it says God, good orderly direction. I don't, all right, so. Obviously a disruption here, some fashion. So I'm just going to read some of this again, and, and I apologize, but I have to get something here. I'm not real clear. My heart, my priority is to live around with like-minded people. I'm out of the area belonging belongings in storage, live in an environment not pleasant, not God-centered. I'm reaching out for prayers of physical and spiritual healing through this transformation. Patty, as I just kind of read this, the first thing that comes to mind, I'm just going to speak into this. The minute that we arrive, we go from a place where we are secure into a place that is non-God-centric. In this time, in particular, that's a mission. That's literally you've been put on a mission. We think of missions so much in terms of churches sending people, but the word itself is mission, meaning to go on a mission. And what's powerful about this is that when we shift, we tend to be very self-focused on shifts. We tend to look at what we've lost instead of looking at what God needs from us. It's a powerful paradigm shift that we have to hold. And, and Patty, this is really Holy Spirit speaking to you right now, that we breathe life into this. And whatever has caused this disruption, you have to detach from what you feel you've lost and look to what God is asking you to do. Holy Spirit right there. You've been put in a place of not God-centered. And you're asking to reach out for prayers of physical and spiritual healing through this transformation. This is your healing. It is your walk of walking deeper into faith to now bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to wherever you go. The place that you were has given you a template to be and to build. And God is moving people right now, even when we think that we are not capable We have to be able to understand that God knows that we're more capable than we even know. Every place that we end up is opportunity for kingdom. And that is not easy. I've walked it. I know it too well. But as we lean into him and look at our circumstances through a different lens, we see opportunity where otherwise we would feel failure or loss or emptiness. Where you came from, was a secure and to your own term, a quaint community, small, comfortable, secure. But our world is not going to be solved by staying in soft, comfortable, secure, small, easy. Our world is bigger than that. Whatever the opportunity is, you put, said you put your things in storage. Interesting. You've had your things literally set aside from you in this path. The parable of the of the poor of the young rich man. Read it. It's important because it's there that you truly find the heart of what it takes to have to step aside and walk deeper with Jesus. None of this is 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 lost on your story. For our stories really speak to our heart as we tell them. It's often as we are trying to reach into God, He speaks for us in these ways. And these are the things that are here before your own story. This isn't to take away a trauma or an event or misaligned circumstances. But 
truly in that sense of having to step away from the material things that bind, the comfort of what we've built, to step into the greater work, to do the missions of God, none of those are going to be easy. So, Father, we just pray into Patty. We pray for a strength and a, and a changing of lens and how the world is seen, new eyes to see the world, to pivot away from that which is lost and see the opportunity that sets before, that truly in this mission that you placed her on, to bless her now as the pivot is made to be able to step into a world and take a place that is not God-centered and transform it to be of God. So, Father, we bless Patty. We pray life into Patty. We pray restoration into Patty. We pray for resources to flow from heaven, unlike anything she's ever said. And may those resources flow and fill Patty completely. Resources of the spirit, resources of the physical material world that will lift her up with opportunities and doors opening unknown before. But all it takes is that step. And Patty, you have to take that step here to embrace that which is before you clearly. So we pray life into you, Patty. And we pray strength into you. We place a hedge of protection around Patty to keep her truly secure within the glory of heaven. No matter where she goes, Father, we're praying protection upon her, blessings upon her upon blessings then in what it seems like an impossible trial right now truly becomes an opportunity of greatness beyond anybody's imagination, even her own. So we lift her up in the glory of heaven as we pray life and restoration into her heart and freeing from the chains that bind to have her step into this world truly in an anointed mission to bring God into the world in a new way. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Last one, Elo Bard's prayer. Actually, we might have a couple more. I saw one come in a minute ago, so we'll find out. Hello, Bard's prayer warriors. Attached is the notice of appeal. Oh, I see what this is. Okay. All right now I'm starting to make sense. I'll explain in a minute. I got a notice this morning. It was a PDF, long ones, like 13 pages. I can't, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But this was, um, has to do with Ohio. So let's see what this says. Attached is a notice of appeal that, Ger that Gerald and Karen drafted, filed, and produced. The news release was sent to the Chronic Chronicle Telegram and the, and the Morning Journal. Neither published it. It was also sent to six local TV stations waiting to see if they report it. Exhibit C lists the issues for prayer. Prayer may also pray also against the hindering spirits of our families, marriages, and physical bodies. Karen needs healing for her liver, and Donna has many dental issues. All right, let me see if I can pull this up. Bear with me a second. We're going to try. Okay, it says schedule. This is a exhibit. This is a very long. I'm not going to read the whole thing because we just it, it would literally take another hour. It's that involved. Okay, so let's see what we have here for exhibit C. Oh, there's a lot to exhibit C. I don't. This is really what this is here. This all deals with hazardous waste storage and management. And this deals with Ohio. 
And it's all back to the same thing we've been praying on is Ross Incineration Services Incorporated. And it's the petition against them, which is modified Ohio hazardous waste facility installation and operation permit. These folks have been fighting this and waging this war alone. So it's not surprised that the media didn't publish it. So I think the areas that we really have to focus on where we can be impactive on prayer is that this petition that they've drafted, this notice of appeal, not only be heard and seen by the public in whatever ways God can make happen, which I'm sure are tremendous, but that it will be it will hit into a legal sphere that where the Holy Spirit will intervene and truly bless this and anoint this notice of appeal to be heard in the truth of what it is and to affect change in the, in Ohio. So, Father, we're, we begin by praying for Karen and her liver and Donna and her dental issues. So we pray healing upon both of them. We place our hands around them and we speak life into each of them and we speak healing into each of them and declare this healing in the name of Jesus. And we ask for amazing and instantaneous healing that only comes from the miracle God, you, Father. So we pray life and healing into them, restoring them completely into their fullness of health. And Father, for this petition, notice of appeal that was put forward, drafted by Gerald and Karen we pray this into them powerfully, that, that what they've blessed into this is truly of your hand, and that that anointing that comes through that, that this document becomes blessed in the power of Holy Spirit and blessed within the, the authorities of kingdom itself, and that as we they fight against this waste and incineration plant and this corporate monster that's coming at them with unlimited resources, let this be a David and Goliath moment. Let this be truly one that seems impossible by everyone else on the outside. The media has silenced them, and we rebuke the media for what it's done. We, we truly break that bind that they have of trust with the public. And we find, ask, Father, that wherever the resources are, however it happens, that this document becomes known to the public. That people, as they begin to read it and share it and understand it, that it awakens the greater part of what the what they're trying to do, to bring the public to an attention of how dark this crime is of destroying the earth and polluting the environment. And Father, this deals with the entire state of Ohio, not just where they are. So we're praying life into Ohio. We're praying restoration to Ohio that literally runs from border to border, top, north to south and east to west. And we're putting a, a edge of protection and binding this incineration plant, that no matter what it does, it is now, it will be plagued with the inability to function well. That this will be, it will be binding and limiting to anything that it can do. And that any victory that is given in the court is nullified. And that the only victory now before them is the truth in the courts of heaven. And so, Father, we raise this petition up, this notice of appeal to the courts of heaven itself. And we lay it before the courts of heaven to make a judgment that will now be executed here on earth. We wage war against the principalities that are behind this of Ross International. And we go against their fortresses and we strike a blow bindedly with a sort of spirit. Our prayer is pushing back on that which seeks to destroy the earth, that which seeks to poison people. And we sever those ties from the spirit that, that 
are moving that in the flesh and in the dirt world. And we cast those demons out to the feet of Jesus. Father, we ask for your blessing to bring the war angels and to literally lay siege with us with our prayers upon this fortress of strength, of pollution and corruption. That each person involved in this in the flesh world will be exposed. And like Gideon's horns that blow, may it be so disruptive that the enemy turns upon itself to destroy itself and scatter its soldiers into the, into the plains and beyond. And may the awakening of the public go along with this, that the spell casts that are there, the chains that are binding be severed and broken, and that life flows through the community, flows through the state, as people lift their eyes and start to hear with ears of heaven, see with eyes of heaven. And with this, may the full power and weight of what this notice of appeal is be lifted into this world in such a powerful way that it shakes the very roots of those that seek to pollute and destroy. We bless this, Father, with our prayers. We stand in the gap, Father, with this fight, and we pray life and victory over all of this. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. We have a um, prayer here from It looks like, I'm trying to get the name here. The, the uh, name is LegoMyMedicine, yahoo.com. Please may we pray for our Pastor Chris of our local Baptist church that has been spelled with, with stage four cancer. His beautiful heart has blessed the poorest in spirit in this community, and I thank God for both him and you. Well, Father, we just lift up Pastor Chris, and you know where he is and where and what he is. We pray, we, and we pray life into him. We put a hedge of protection around him, and we declare healing over his body. And may this be a moment for a Baptist pastor to be shaken in a beautiful way, to feel the power of prayer and healing, to reclaim that glory within his own church, no matter where he's at, to a new level of praying for healing and the miracles of the living God. Father, we pray life and we declare life and we declare healing upon him as given us from the authorities of Jesus himself. And we pray this over, over him in our hands and our prayers. We pray the Holy Spirit flows through him and empowers him and lifts him up in a mighty way. And may that moment be one of fire that leaves him speaking in tongues and lifts him up into a new level that the Pentecostal fire ignites within his heart, and that the Baptist preacher and the Pentecostal voice now comes together to truly speak into that of his congregation in his heaven, to lead them to a new level of appreciation for all that you are and all that you are within us. Bless him, Father, in this powerful time. Cleanse his heart. Heal his body. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There's one more prayer that I'm looking for, so bear with me just a minute. Here we go. Okay, this is from um, Becky and Chris. There is a baby named Wyatt whose mother took the bioweapon shot while pregnant with him. He is now very sick, in the hospital being treated for RSV, pneumonia, and the fake illness COVID. 
He tested positive, of course. We have been praying life and healing for him, using your prayers as our template, according to the authorities given to us. We have bound and rebuked the curses invoked upon this child. If you could have seen him throwing up his little arms in worship at church months before he could even walk or talk, you would understand how moved we have been by this very special little boy. This is a spiritual battle that must be won for the kingdom. Please pray for him for total and miraculous restoration of health. Thank you, Becky and Chris. And we shall. Father, as we close our prayer today, we close our prayer with a prayer for a little one, the most precious of kingdom. A child who has been afflicted by a poor choice of a mother. A child that is now carrying a burden of something he did not ask for. So, Father, we begin by praying health and healing over this child in the most miraculous of ways, a cleansing flow of the Holy Spirit completely through this child's body. A child who's currently in the clutches of pharmacia and the death spellcasters. And so we replace a hedge of protection around him and we cast out anything they say and any drugs placed within him and become inert by the power of Holy Spirit. Father, as we pray life into this child and restoration to this child, we feel this child's body pulsate with the life and joy of Jesus himself. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll pick up this child and hold him as we pray into him. And let this nurturing moment be so profound that everything that's gone wrong with him is now cast out and he's restored to the perfection of kingdom. And may this moment be one of such powerful healing that it literally imprints it upon his heart. For this child has a call to speak into the world as he is touched by Holy Spirit. A child so young, yet before walking, able to raise hands and celebrate the power of you, Father. The power of Holy Spirit, the power of you, Jesus. So let that anointing be fully blossomed within the heart, printed upon the heart that will last this child for its entire life, raising them up in this moment as our prayers heal, as our prayers declare restoration and healing, as our prayers declare rescue and healing. So Father, we bless this child with all that our prayers can bring. Standing before the throne here, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing upon this child, immediate and total. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, patriots. That is our prayer session for Sunday. A good one, I think. A really good one. They are... um, I don't think there's anything more powerful than coming together. And I think that in... I've said this before, but it really becomes one of the most powerful worships that we can do. And when we do things like this, and I, I don't take away at all from sermons about Scripture and, and, and discussions about how to see our faith more deeply and being more accountable into heaven and our walk in Jesus, but when we take faith into the world and we truly take our love of Father and we pray, and we continue to pursue the word in our daily studies, but we apply that in the many ways of our hearts to help raise up others. I don't think there's a greater calling. To heal the sick and the broken. Ezekiel 34 speaks of that as the most one of the is the one of the first mo- moments of judgment upon the church. 
for the spiritual pastors, the spiritual shepherds failed to do that. And this is something that Sundays have become to represent for me in these moments is what we are actually doing. One of the most important things to our Father, to heal the sick and the broken. The more that we do this, and people, I mean, you hear it in the prayer request, which is so humbling every time we read it, as they turn to the Bard's community, the Bard's nation, to seek prayers for problems that they're carrying, concerns that they have. Let that sink in. Understand the trust and the faith that they have that through prayers together we can help other people. It means impact. It means it's being felt. It means that everything we do as a community is raising up in the body of Christ. And if you can imagine if this grew to a global level, which I believe it will, without any doubt, we literally have hospitals out of business. I find no downside to that. So walk with me on this each Sunday. Expand out this community. Bring people together. This is a true worship on Sunday. So, Father God, we just close today with a prayer of declaration of authorities that you have given us, a reminder that all prayers spoken today were prayers ultimately driven towards raising up life, restoring our hearts, prayers spoken to speak life and restoration, to heal the broken and the sick, to give voice to the widows and the orphans, both spiritual and physical, to raise up and cast out demons to be able to deliver people from the darkness and to ultimately raise the dead. And as we continue to pursue this, Father, even the greater works. For these are authorities given to us in the name of Jesus, and we present all of our prayers today as we have spoken to the throne before your feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Our hearts here are pure as we pour in, and we lift up this world. We lift up those in need. Father, we just ask that these prayers will continue to echo and reach out to the many. And may our prayers also touch the hearts of those that may not even be in prayer today, that something within these prayers opens up something in each person's heart, a word spoken, a comment made, the lifting of life and a stirring of life within us to make us greater within, to level us up to new places, to free us from the anchors and the bonds of this world to walk more powerfully in the Spirit, and to literally walk there in such a powerful place that we affect healing in the world around us as we walk within, walk with the Holy Spirit within us and through us. Let us be that voice of heaven, the words spoken always, as words have the power of life and death. Let those words be spoken into our world with the intention each day to bring life, not death. Let us rebuke those words of death every chance we can. And let us instead pray life into those moments to restore. Where the opportunity comes, Father, for us to see somebody in need, let us rescue them through the words of the gospel of Jesus, through our faith in healing, our knowledge of authorities given to us to heal and to restore. And so, Father, may we be those that lift, not those that crush. And for every stumble we make, maybe we find ourselves in repentance immediately to release that connection to the negative and, and the and this cult of death and instead restore us to that walk in the spirit of life. And then, Father, may we walk boldly in this world, not with pride, but with the mercy and humility of, of that of you, your heart, 
to find those out here to bring them home and to build the body of Christ, to take away from the enemy's camp that which he has stolen, to untangle the hearts that are woven with darkness, to bring them back into the glory of kingdom. And may the love that we represent flow through us in such a magnificent way that even by sight they don't see us, but they see the heart of Jesus shining through. And may those be the moments where people's eyes turn to ask, who is this? How is this? Where can I discover this? To where we can place before them the scriptures, the gospels, and to lift their hearts up mightily to find their way home. We, we pray blessing and life over all those we prayed for today. We pray blessing and life over all of Bard's nation. May the restoration of the hearts continue in a mighty way. May the fires burn to separate the dross from the silver. And as we are refined, may your hands continue to forge and shape us in a greater way within the walk in Christ and the glory of heaven. And may each of our steps that are made, each of our breath is, is taken, each word that we speak be a moment of reclaiming for kingdom that which was stolen, to reclaim it in your name, Father, in the mightiness of all that you are. In Christ Jesus' name we say, amen. Well, Patriots, I hope you have a very blessed Sunday. I'll be back tonight. I've got a special show tonight, or Peace Be Still. It's going to be a, a replay of an interview I did with Seth of Man in America. Really good. I'm looking forward to playing it tonight. It was a good interview the other day. So, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again Dive into the deepest end Oh, I want to feel something Let me get back in